This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn, and today I'm spending some time with Joan Dizon. She's a certified clairvoyant master healer with the Third Eye Psychic School and Psychic and Clairvoyant Teacher. Joan's mission in life is to help ignite abundant healing, awareness, and foresight with her students and clients. She is passionate about seeing the messages that uncover the layers to your divine spiritual gifts and sacred life path so that new gateways open up for more ease, miracles, grace, and flow into your life. Joan is also a wife, mom of three boys, and best-selling co-author of Psychic Baby Book Series, which I had the pleasure of getting a little glimpse into. They are amazing. Thanks for joining me today, Joan. You're welcome. I'm so excited to be here. I love talking about witches, bitches, and dead people. So this was a beautiful, <laughs> perfect connection. Um, and I'm really, really excited to um, having a chat in our time together today. I, I want to highlight how much you and I have in common, even though we've had, like, we never met before a couple weeks ago, we started chatting. And I love it. When I, I was going through some of your work, I'm like, oh, this girl is my soul sister. Where's she been all my life? <laughs> it's so funny how sometimes I get so mad at the internet and social media because I get angry at comparing myself to others. And I get jealous of like seeing other people where everybody travels to. But then I see these connections like with you and all of a sudden it's like, oh my goodness, I cannot even believe we lived our lives 40 year, 41 years for me and not knowing other witches and bitches and other people, you know, like me. So it's so magical how that happens and very so divine. And then I and then I'm just like, God, thank God for the Internet, because <laughs> I'm, I'm my soul family is all over here. And it's amazing. Totally. Um, I pull a card before every conversation. And today I pulled the connection card, which I already told you about, but I just thought that was so perfect because the connections that I'm forging and connecting with you is like the, the perfect next step for me. So thanks for bringing that energy. <laughs> perfect. I love that. Um, and I believe that it's so important for connection, especially with everything going on in uh, the collective, everything going on socially and globally. I'm um, having that, you know, like how you pick this card connection with especially your soul tribe or your soul family, or even connection with your own spiritual abilities um, is so, such a perfect time right now. Absolutely. And it, as our in-person connections sometimes wane based on the crazy climate of the world, it's really important to have those spiritual and energetic connections, even if they are thousands of miles away. Like I, I don't know where, where you're located, but I'm in a really, really small town. Like, oh, we have two stoplights now. 
<laughs> but we only like we only have one grocery store and, and it's just a it's kind of isolating at times. Yeah. There aren't a lot of people like me. So I really thrive on the connections that I create with other like-minded women, especially a couple cool dudes, but more women. <laughs> That is so funny, Jamie, because I also live in a very remote valley and we all have one grocery store. There is a one-way bus that goes just down the highway if you want to get to the next city. it's There's no like branching off highways. It's one highway. And it's very small town, like just like you said, and I, I live in Colorado in a very small town. And um, and that connection is so important. Um and I also believe I love I love your, the title of your podcast because now the witches are coming out and people are like, "Hey, that's me, you know, that's me. I can connect with you." And it's also just like a reconnection with themselves as well because they can actually say, "Hey, I'm psychic. I'm a healer. I'm a witch. I see dead people too. Holy shit!" Um, and it really just it. For me, I hate the the like small talk and I really get to dive deep into like, hey, where's the traumas? Where is what's going totally. on? What do you think? Um, and it's that's such a deeper connection and a way to say to witness each other. Um, and in, in a society where everybody has an opinion, everyone can get so deeply offended and triggered. Um, it's these deep connections where we can say who we are, what we are. There's no masks. We can tell, you know, I can come out and tell what I'm seeing, what I, what I see psychically and be, and it's, and it's okay. And what I love about that's like, we're kind of normal. This is like, we're you're coming into a new normal now and exactly a new level of connection. Right. So it, I think that's so beautiful. And that, that I tell people that's my mission to normalize connection with spirit and conversation around it. That is exactly where that's yes. what I'm telling people all the time. I so love that. Let's talk a little bit about you. Have you been clairvoyant forever or is it something that developed as you got older? Um, it definitely developed as I got older. Um, it kind of started... Let me back up a little bit where this even like came about because I think that's kind of important with my story. So when I was a little girl, um, my uncle was actually a medium where he would um, call in spirits and I witnessed it all. I witnessed the whole calling in the spirit, him transforming physically, voices changing. And I'm like a little girl, like I'm like five and I'm just like, I had so much question, so many questions about it. Like, what the hell is going on? Should I be scared? Should I be anxious? Should I be excited about this? And, um, you know, I see him and and so many people would come over to my house um, for, you know, for guidance so that they can channel whoever. So I we would have a ton of people at my house all the time because um, my uncle would be channeling and um being a medium. And then my, my grandmother was a, uh, she was into candle divination. So people would go to her for the candle divination stuff and for dream interpretation. So they would kind of just be all around me when I was a little girl. Um, but whenever I asked questions about it, no one could ever give me an answer. And it was just is, I just had to sit there and witness. Um, and it was, 
so um, it was really strange because I was a little girl growing up. I was already a minority in a very white neighborhood. And then I couldn't have people over because most weekends, my ton of, tons of people will be over my house. My uncle will be channeling my all this weird, you know, and it just wasn't normal. Right. And so that always was in the back of my mind as well growing up because I was like, what if that channel comes in? What if uh, what if I had these strong abilities? Um, and then as I grew older, um, I wanted to just fit in. And so I kind of just suppressed that. Um, that yearning to learn more about it and to ask more questions. Um, and then it wasn't until um, probably until motherhood when I came in and it was like, I want to, I will, I want the best for my family. I want the best for my kids. And then the develop, the psychic and clairvoyant development and the yearning for it and the, um, the, the fear of it. I was just like, fuck it. I, I know that this is what I want to do. This I know that this is the best gift I could give to my family um, is clairvoyance and dig really digging into these abilities. Um, and then, it, and I have so many other stories, but so many <laughs> things kind of just perpetuate, you know, just really pushed me to develop the skills. Um, grief, I my father passed away right before um, I had my first child. Sorry, I'm getting chills. Mm. Jesus. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, so that really perpetuated um, the yearning and the curiosity. Is your dad a playful energy? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Because as soon as you said that, something pulled on my headphones, like not maliciously, but like, hey. <laughs> that is so funny. Yes. I don't know if you saw me look around. I was like, did I do that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so it's like just really, I continue to be astonished at how serendipitous the, this whole connection is and how it shows up at exactly the right time. And you and I had talked about how I, having kids led me into it too. I have a kid who's super connected since he was two has been conversant with spirit and I was like I better get a handle on this shit because mm. this kid is is gonna need some guidance that I didn't have as a child so it's really really awesome and your dad is welcome to come and visit anytime <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much yeah he does um there's there's and that's also another thing was um when he passed I was like that's the clairvoyantly, psychically, energetically, spiritually, that's the only way I would be able to connect with him. So it's like, okay, well, I have to, you know, I have to develop these skills or I have to remember um, what this is like in order if I wanted this relationship again. And so that was re that really pushed me off the edge there to be like, all right, let's deep dive into this. <laughs> For me, when my dad passed, I was given the opportunity to heal with him because our relationship in human form was pretty tumultuous. And once he passed, like he was able to come through without all the human bullshit and really allow healing. Oh my gosh. Chills. I love that. That is, that's amazing. Whew, that's awesome. I love hearing. I love hearing that. Well, it is really a gift to, 
have the connection and help other people forge the connection. I love that you're doing that in the world. Yeah, I love it too. It's, it's, um, it's so funny because I, you know, a lot of women, especially, are we we hide our magical abilities. We hide the ability that we can heal. That we are just like these powerful sovereign beings, um, and we're just afraid to afraid to be seen, afraid to say, "Hey, I'm the witch. I'm the psychic," because it's just been so tarnished throughout the years. Yeah. Um, and then when during in at the third eye psychic school, we teach pretty much the development of um, your third eye or um, your psychic clairvoyant abilities. And there's so many women that come in and are like, oh, my God, this feels like home. Like this is so natural. Or they come in and they say, you know, I don't think I'm clairvoyant. I'm very intuitive, but I'm not clairvoyant. I, I'm afraid I'm not going to see anything. And like, Lesson one, meditation number one, it's they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm seeing things. I had no idea. Oh, my God, I'm doing it. And I didn't think I could do it. Um, and so I love seeing that connection where they can connect to their higher selves and connect to their natural abilities that they've had for lifetimes and prove to themselves they have this deep connection. And it's so important um, to be seen in that way. Absolutely. And I always tell people, if you have found yourself here in my space, you're here for a reason and you're ready to step into this. So don't be worried about the doubt. Your confidence will build, but you're definitely at the right place at the right time. For sure. For sure. And I also love telling um, or with connection with your own kids as well. Um, as I said, that was one of the most, uh, you know, you want to, for me, when I was started to become a mom, I was like, Ooh, I want to put my kids in the best schools and I want my best, you know, I want the best foods for them and I want the best this. And of course, you know, <laughs> that fell off pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing I reached for was this, you know, spirituality and connecting energetically and being able for them to connect to their own higher selves and, uh, and guide them in their own journey um, and have them as I, when I was a kid, I always looked for outside validation. I have always looked for my teachers, for my coaches, you know, reaching, reaching, reaching. And then, then as an adult, you continue to reach for those outside validation where it never fills you up. Um, and when we teach our kids to connect and self-validate with themselves, like it built, it, it helps them navigate through their life with the more divine connection for themselves. Um, and that's what we wanted to give with the psychic baby books is to help. And, and for parents also, like there's this new wave of parents and kids that are more aware, are more spiritual and are more ready to connect that way. Um, and when we're able to, encourage our kids to use their imagination, connect to their own um, divine knowing and to validate themselves. Um, it's just builds a stronger connection all around spiritual, energetically, physically um, for both parents and kids. And in, in my experience, it's even my nieces and nephews. Like my, my kids are teenagers. So they're you know, going through the whole teenage angst thing. Yeah. <laughs> a different animal <laughs> but my my nieces and nephews are still pretty little and they'll ask their mom and dad if they can call me to tell me about the the energies that oh. they saw in the house oh and I love I'm, that like I'm so excited that they that they want to share that with me 
and that their moms and dads are willing to foster that and allow me to participate in that conversation with them. So it really is amazing to read your books and share that information with kids and make that normal at that age. So I, I just love them. Thank you so much. Yeah, because I always remember like I would tell my mom, hey, I think there is something under my bed. There's something in my closet. And it would just be like, no, you know, just very invalidating. Like, oh, it's not true. It's just your imagination. You're just seeing things. Um, and when my kids would say things like that and we would really just validate what they're seeing, letting them know what it, you know, what could it be? Let's just take a deeper dive. What can we do with this energy? Um, and just validating them in what they're seeing is so important to connect with their imagination, their clairvoyance, um, and whatever they see psychically. Um, and for me to being in, being so invalidated as a kid, it's so easy to become a parent and invalidate and continue the invalidation. Um, so being able to validate our children, I know in my with the difference with my kids is like they are just. I, I love how they can openly tell me what they're seeing, how they're feeling energetically. If we um, if we go travel somewhere and they say, ooh, this store doesn't feel right or this corner or I don't want to go to that place and and just say, OK, you don't we don't have to go to that restaurant. We don't have to go to this store um, and having them just rebuild that trust. That's something that yeah. I never had until 41, you know, recently, like the last 10 years. Right. Yeah. That's my experience, too. When when I was a little girl, my mother would call it that talking to dead people shit. And I'm 45 and she still calls it that talking to dead people shit. So like, and every time she says it, I say, mom, thanks for being so supportive. I really appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) But now my kids are more one son than the other, but they're open conversation. Like, they'll talk to anybody about anything and they and they have confidence in it, which I wasn't afforded as a kid. So I wanted to make sure they had it. Yeah, yeah, I love. Um, and, and I just noticing like these new wave of kids are experiencing more as we go on in the world and the current events in the world are getting stronger and heavier. It's like so it's that 10 times more stronger and heavier on them. And they either pick up things energetically, absorb things, match things from school, parents, friends, social media. And it's, it weighs very, very heavy on them, even heavier than when we were kids. Right. Um, And so when we're able to talk about that with our kids and they're able to say, okay, this is my energy or not my energy, or I absorb this energy or whatnot. And here's what I can do with it. Um, In our latest book, um, Psychic Baby, Your Grounding Cord to Earth is really just teaches a tool, a psychic tool, an imagined tool that you use creatively in your third eye. And you can ground out and flush out, you know, that information or you could flush out that energy with your kids. Um, and they're able to just know what to do with that extra energy that they don't have to hold on to, that the world has kind of put on them. And um, and then they don't feel so anxious or stressed or overwhelmed or depressed. Um, and it kind of just really helps their energy. 
it's valid for a lot of adults to, <laughs> to learn also. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. This is why we wrote, um, the, it's, 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 I love the the baby books that we wrote because it is validating for both parents and children. Um, and then f- to be able to have that spiritual journey simultaneously with your kids, with these soul partners of yours. And um, it's very, it, it's, it's just very elevating and um, very useful for, for the whole family. Well, and it's really powerful to look at things from a spiritual perspective and recognize how intertwined your souls are instead of like a lot of belief is that, oh, well, I was stuck. Like I'm just a victim of circumstance, but you're not. There's so much more to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, It's just, I, I love how, we can have that, that again, going back to connection and that spiritual connection and the really um, connecting with each other, connecting to our families, connecting to our higher selves, our abilities, um, and really just intertwining that in and, and having that be like a foundation of um, your spiritual journey. Absolutely. And I feel like you're really building that community to support that journey with your work in the world and in the books you're publishing. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's, it's been a journey for myself and we've only, this is all of everything that we produce is because we've got, I've gone through it personally and uh, I've gone through the shadow work. I've gone through the doubting myself. I've gone through the um, anxiety, the stress, the overwhelm of, uh, of, the spiritual world of the unseen of even the energies that kind of lurk around and questioning and the fear and fear of possession. Like I could talk so much about all the shadow stuff that I had to go through to get to this point. Um, But for those who are listening and those who are kind of in that limbo period of go, you know, just tippy toeing into the spiritual world or, you know, deep diving, um, you know, you're seen and you're not alone. And there's this whole community, this whole connection, especially here on this podcast, um, that we see you, you're supported. And we've, Jamie, I'm sure you've seen it all. Um, Demons, entities, demonic beings, psychotic beings, ETs, aliens, all of it. (laughs) Like, yep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's so many ways spiritually that you can be supported. Right. And honestly, the ones that scare me the most are humans. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's so funny. So what led you to want to teach others? Um, for person- Personally, um, when I started in deep diving into clairvoyance and into psychics, I would get tarot readings, oracle readings, psychic readings, aura readings, every fucking reading you can think of. I would go to all these different people that I find online and I kind of be like a, (laughs) like a reading whore actually, because I go to so many people. (laughs) I love it. Because that's me. That's me. That's me. I'm the reading whore because I go to so many different people. And then I'd kind of, I'd analyze like, okay, this person said this and this person this and this card was this and da, da, da. And then I got sick of it. I got sick of um, 
going to all these different people and I was just like, you know what? I need to do this for myself. And I wanted to um, learn about it for myself. And I see other people doing that too, where we would get so many different readings for other people. But honestly, the most powerful reading you can get and receive is a sovereign reading for for your uh, for yourself. And that's why I wanted to teach um, people about developing their clairvoyance and remembering their abilities um, is so that you can be your answer to yourself. And of course, I have an emer- I have emergencies. I feel the psychotic attacks. I feel I know I will I'll go to my mentors and I'll go and get my readings for sure. Um, and I tell all of my students and I tell them, I don't want you to come to me for the readings. I want to teach you your power and remember your power so that you can do this on your own. Um, because it's more powerful. No matter, no matter how resonant my readings are with you, your readings are the most resonant with yourself and have the most powerful medicine for yourself. So, and then again, I love how normalizing your psychic abilities. And so that's why I love teaching it to other people. I, I totally agree with that. And I just, I have a, a girl I'm working with right now and she comes to me and she's like, what do you think this block is? I'm like, what do you think the block is? <laughs> if I tell you what I think the block is, it's not nearly as valuable as you figuring it out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's one, also one of my rule, kind of my rules um, in reading too, is I, a lot of people give their free will to their or- oracle readers or tarot readers and, and readings, whatever. I've been the, I've been a victim of that too. I would just depend on my readers and have this codependency on my readers and I would give my free will away. And when you do that, you're actually, you're actually leaving your sovereignty on the table. Um, but when you actually say, Hey, Hey, I know exactly what my blockage is. You're actually calling back your energy. You're calling back your power and your sovereignty. So that's why it's so powerful when you are able to see it for yourself. Absolutely. One of your blogs was compelling. And I think this conversation about readers really relates to that blog. But it was like the five red flags for for psychic readers. Yeah. I loved it. (laughs) Because you're, I mean, you presented it in kind of a funny way, but so accurate. I totally agree with it. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Was that written from your own experience? That was. Those were my own experiences. Um, I think like I one number one was um, I would never DM people for readings. Um, I think another one was there. I've seen some read. I've actually gone to a reader that was like, if you want to connect with your ancestor, tell me their birth date, tell me their their, their date of death and times. And I was like, whoa, that's a lot of information to be telling you about, you know, very specific. So I would never like ask for specifics. And so if you have a reader that's asking for all those specifics, that's like a red flag. Um, another one was I would never, you know, I'd never want to take away sovereignty or free will um, from, from any of my um, clients. So that was, if any, if you are finding a, a psychic doing that, or you yourself are doing that, like um, that's a red flag. My favorite one was the, I'll remove this curse for $272. (laughs) I forgot about that one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that exactly. That along those lines. Yeah. There's, I've, I've seen so many DMs that have just been, Oh, I, I love your pictures, but I see that there is a tether or a cord on you. Um, things like that. It was just like red flag. (laughs) 
Totally. I love that. Um, so where can people learn more about you and find some more of your work so they can be entertained themselves with you? <laughs> For sure. Um, you can go to our website, which is www.thirdeyepsychicschool.com. You could also search Third Eye Psychic School on Instagram and on TikTok. And for the Psychic Baby Books, you can go to www.psychicbabybooks.com. Also, Psychic Baby Books on Instagram and TikTok. How many... Um are there in the series of baby books? Right now we have two out and we're planning on having two more next year. So the ones that we have out now is Psychic Baby, Your Mind is Magic, which is all about validating our kids' imaginations. And then the second book that we just launched um, this month is called Psychic Baby, Your Grounding Cord to Earth. And that's all about releasing, letting go. Our next book is called Protection Shield of Roses, um, where it's all about our kids learning about how to protect themselves, having to protect themselves without having to put a salt ring around you or burn sage or incense as they walk around the school. Um, <laughs> and then the fourth book is called um, Golden Wishing Sons. And that's kind of call, um, teaching kids how to call in uh, what they want, like calling in the miracles that they want. Um, and so Golden Sons is how we, the imagery that we use. It, it's just magic and it's so relevant. Like I'm probably going to start reading them to my husband. <laughs> I know he may not be your target market, but he can really learn a lot from, from your books. I love that because um, my husband, my husband's the same way. He's, he's very, I'm very magical, you know, serendipitous and, um, and my husband, I'm pretty sure your husband probably the same is they're very logical. They're very like analytical. It needs to be, you know, they want to see the numbers of it all and the proof or whatever. Um, and so when I started teaching my husband, like little psychic tools like this, um, whenever I'm in a bad mood or whenever I'm throwing a temper tantrum, he's like, I don't think you're grounded today. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. You're right. You're right. I'm not. <laughs> so be careful. He's going to turn it around on you whenever you just have like a temper tantrum. I love um, it. it. He does <laughs> do that. And now I'm seeing my kids do that. I always tell them, they tell me, oh, I'll try to clean my room. And I would say, trying is bullshit. You're either going to do it or you're not. And I told them I would try to do something the other day. And my older son was like, mom, trying's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. I always, my psych, the psychic tools that I teach always get turned around on me like every day. <laughs> there are perfect teachers too. Exactly. Exactly. Joan, I've had such a good time with you and I'm so appreciative of you spending the, uh, this nugget of time with all of us. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun and such a wonderful way to um, like right in the middle of my week. And it's, it's just a, such, such a blessing. Thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll see you next week on Witches, Bitches and Dead People. Peace and badass magic. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 